Pressure comes. Ellinger takes a hit over the top. Duvernay jumps up and he caught it. Touchdown. CD Lamb still running. Hits a corner. CD. Volatini. Here's Hubbard. Breaks the tackle. Reaches for the goal line. He's in for the Oklahoma State touchdown. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Inside the Dome, Big 12 edition here. I am Hank Bollinger. Alongside me is my good friend Logan Scott and Garrett Cannon. Today we are missing Cade Leiby. He uh, spent some family time today. He is uh, he has some family in town, so he's doing his thing. So we're going to go ahead and have our Big 12 edition podcast here tonight without him. Uh, he will definitely certainly be um, in some more throughout the year, so... Uh, but this one is going to be us three, and we have a pretty good show for you guys. Today we'll be talking a little bit about the over-unders on the Big 12, each Big 12 team individually, and how if you're, you know, if you're a betting person or even just somebody who's interested in that kind of stuff, um, we'll give you guys our input on which teams we think are a good buy and uh, maybe ones you want to stay away from. Um, but guys, it is a Wednesday hump day. How are you guys feeling? Doing good, Hank. Feeling good. Get to talk about some Big 12 sports again. I'm pumped. Yep, we got sports right around the corner. Um, baseball starting up soon. NBA basketball starting up soon as well. We're just kind of waiting for college football to get going as well as NFL. But, um, man, the Big 12, you know, breaking news happens all the time. And the Big 12 so far uh, still playing their out-of-conference schedules as planned unless they maybe be playing a Pac-12 school or a Big 10 school or maybe a a smaller conference school because some of the conferences are, are now shifting directions and canceling their out-of-conference schedules. So it makes it a little bit difficult here. But we have um, are the over-unders for the full schedule. So let's say the Big Ten and the Pac-12 decided to not cancel their um, out-of-conference schedules. This is the 12. Now, we might make some adjustments while we do it, but this is the 12 that we have. So we're just going to pretend that no teams canceled any games, and we'll just go from there, and then we'll make some adjustments while we talk about it. So, guys, are, are you ready to get into this? You already know, buddy. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. Well, I'll, I'm going to start from kind of the team from the bottom and work my way up. Um, I'll probably go from my Big 12 original rankings uh, just because I have it handy here. We'll start out. Texas Tech will be starting out – at six games this year, um, Texas Tech, you know, a team that struggled last year, but showed showed some decent – showed that they were decent in certain times. Uh, good running back this year in Texas Tech. Um, I believe his name is – what's his name? I think it was, was Thompson. It yeah. No, it's Roderick Thompson. Okay. Roderick Thompson. Yeah, he's going to be a – I think he's a junior this year, but he is one of the probably better running backs behind Puka Williams and Chuba Hubbard um, in the conference. Uh, Texas Tech, they were one of the teams that were scheduled to play Arizona. Um, that game actually got canceled, as well as another game, I believe, with Alabama State. But we're going to go ahead and just let's just assume, guys, that those games did not get canceled. Uh, are you picking this Texas Tech team as a six-win team, or are you thinking they can get better or maybe a little worse? No, it's – I'm pounding the under on that one. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, see them winning more than five games. I mean, if they win I, four games, it'll be a good season for them. Especially now, the whole other conferences bowing out. Like, I think they're going to win like three games, three or four games. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to struggle to win even just two Big Twelve games. So, getting to that six is going to be really difficult for them, especially not having those two uh, non-conference games. But even if they did. I still don't think they'd make it to the six. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm with you guys on the under as well. I think it's pretty easy. I'll, I'll give Texas Tech the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they would have beat – was it Alabama State, right, Logan? Yeah. Yeah, Alabama State. And let's say they beat UTEP. UTEP, uh, K-State's old offense coordinator, uh, still head coach there at UTEP, I believe. Um, let's just assume they win those games, okay? Uh, so that's two wins right there. Um, now, Arizona, uh, I, I couldn't tell you how good Arizona – is this year? I really don't know 100%. I think they're. I know for a fact. I think they're better than Texas Tech. Texas Tech not that great. I'm gonna go ahead and assume they lose that game. So going into conference play, Texas will be two and one. Um, and I don't see Texas somehow winning three at max three more games in the conference. I, I think so. I definitely yeah, they might get KU, West Virginia, a, but other than that, yeah, yeah. 
I think three is being generous. So I was saying a five win uh, Texas Tech schedule this year for the Red Raiders. So I'm going to hammer that under. Um, again, it's probably subject to change, but we're going to go ahead and just roll with it. So under for Texas Tech to start off. Um, moving on, we have West Virginia at five and a half. Um, West Virginia, another school kind of towards the bottom half. It's a little, this one's a little bit more trickier because I think people have more faith in West Virginia. But again, it's still another one that's kind of tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the under again. I mean, they have, I mean, it's a little trickier in this one. I could see them getting right there, but I'm going to go under on this one. They have a great defense, but their offense is not there at all. Um, I think they could get close to it, maybe five games or four games for sure, but I'm going to say under on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the under. I think it, they, I think they actually struggle more than Texas Tech this year. They're not bringing back a whole lot of talent. So, I, I, think, I think West Virginia stays on the under. Yeah, I, I'm kind of there with you guys. Now, it's kind of odd that, you know, Texas Tech was at six and West Virginia at five and a half. I feel like that's pretty, that's pretty generous for two teams that are kind of on the lower half of the Big 12. I mean, they, they still have to win a decent amount of games here. I mean, now they had uh, Florida State to kick off the season this year um, here in 2020. Now, who knows if that's actually going to happen, but that would be their first winning game. Then they go to Eastern Kentucky. you got to assume they win that one. In Maryland, honestly, a game that could go either way. Maryland's not that bad, actually. Um, they're starting to get a little better. And they play K-State opening uh, opening up Big 12. It, it's For me, it's tough to see them getting uh, four wins. I think four wins is going to be – it's a good area, but I, to me, that's going to be tough for them. I think that's an easy under as well. Um, and you guys agree, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, well, let's move on then. We'll go to KU, who is at three and a half. Now, this one, um, for me, is a little bit easier, but I'll let you guys talk about it. Yeah, so Kansas opens up. Well, they're not going to open up in New Hampshire because New Hampshire postponed. But in in theory, they would have opened up at at home against New Hampshire. I think they win that one. Then they get a they get a Big Twelve game, which was against Baylor. They were, they weren't going to win that no matter where it was in the schedule. And then they get Boston College at home. I think they win that one. And then I think they go on the road and beat Coastal. So that's your three. All you got to do is find one more win in there. And I think between West Virginia, Texas, Texas Tech, I think one of those Kansas could snag a win at. So I'm going to go with the over here. Yeah, I'm agree with Logan. That just seems kind of. A little bit. I mean, I hate KU, but that seems kind of disrespectful <laughs> for sure. Uh, I think they could have – I think they're, again, they're not going to do anything crazy this year, but maybe four or five wins, you know, like he said. But, yeah, I'm going to go the over on that one. I think the three games should have been to Texas Tech or West Virginia State for sure, but I'm going to go over for KU on that one. Yeah. Um, I hate to agree with you guys, but I think when people are doing these bets, they, they look at KU and they think, oh, that's an easy under because KU, you know, is not good. KU is not good. That's, that's correct. However – uh, this year, I think they're going to be a lot better um, than last year. Like we talked about in the last podcast, uh, maybe the last two podcasts, I don't remember. They lost a lot of close games. Uh, they lost some games that they could have easily won. They could have easily been a five-win team last year if it wasn't for a couple missed field goals or made field goals. So, um, KU definitely a team that's up and coming. Uh, it might be a few years till they're actually really good. But um, three and a half wins, I think they can easily uh, start out three and one this year. They, I think they'll lose to Baylor, like Logan said. They should win all their non-conferences and then – I mean, honestly, they could maybe beat a TCU, a West Virginia, or Texas Tech, or even Texas. I mean, there's some schools that KU can beat. I think the over is good um, for KU. It's not impossible. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like KU over at three and a half. Next here, um, this one's going to be a little more trickier for me. Uh, TCU, six and a half. Mm. Um, that, yeah, to me, it's, it's tough. I, I picked TCU to get seventh this year in the Big 12. But like we talked about, and a couple of podcasts ago, guys, really from three to seven is really anybody's anybody's area. I mean, T- TCU, I wouldn't be surprised if they can get third this year. Um, I mean, they got a really good defense. They got a lot of guys coming back. They have – TCU has uh, Garrett, I think, Wallow, the Big 12 uh, leader in tackles last year. Um, and they get, the guy's crazy. The defense is good. Yeah, Max Dugan, their sophomore quarterback. Yeah, they had sophomore quarterback at Max Dugan. Um so, yeah, a, de- a decent KU team. I believe Dylan Thomas is their senior wide receiver. It's a, a team It's a team that can definitely be some teams. It's just going to be how Gary Patterson is going to be able to handle a very competitive Big 12 this year. Um, initially, my first reaction to TCU at six and a half, 
I think I would go the over. Um, I don't know TCU's out of conference schedule. Uh, I'll be I, I do not know it. it it's, but I, it's SMU. Uh, their other two got canceled, so I don't remember okay. who they were. I think one of them was a Big Ten school. Uh, but uh, Prairie I View was one, and which they would have won that one. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, they they should have won that one. Um, go ahead and carry on. Let me see. I'll find that other one for yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that those three they should win. I, I think TCU can beat KU, West Virginia, Texas Tech. I think they can sneak in and maybe beat a K-State or a Texas or Iowa State. They can, they can beat one of those schools, I think. Um, so, to me, I think it's not an easy one, but it's more of a risk. But I, I think I like TCU with the over with how good their defense is. Yeah, that other non-conference for you, Hank, was Cal. Um, they were, yeah, they were scheduled they, to open up at Cal. Yeah, and Cal is honestly – I mean, not power good. five school. The whole Pac-12 is pretty not... down. Um, I, I think I'm going to go with the under. I think it will probably be fairly close. I think they get to four or five. But I think that – Getting to that seventh win is just too much for me, personally. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Logan again on this one. I think they're going to be right there, but I'm going to go the under as well by, like, a game. But, yeah, I, I can see them getting right there to a five or a six, and then, yeah, I just can't see them reaching that – getting past that six and a half. So, I'm going to go under on that one for TCU. Okay, well, our first disagree, I'm picking TCU at the over. So, um, yeah, I think you guys brought up a good point. I, I think TCU – I mean, they have the tools to upset a team like Iowa State, Texas, Baylor, K-State. I mean, even Oklahoma State. I mean, uh, I mean, crazier things have happened before. I can see them getting a seven, um, but who knows. Uh, moving on. This one, for me, was really easy. Um, I think you guys will agree with me, but who knows. Uh, Texas at nine. I'm oh, my God. Hammered. I'm going to <laughs> hammer the under uh, very hard here. I bet Texas going into week five will be two and two. Um, if you know everything works out and they play all the schedule, I bet they lose to LSU, um, but no doubt. Um, I think they'll lose to K-State early on. Uh, to me, I, I, I don't well, see Texas really, being hey, able to win. If you, if you think they're going to go two and two, you almost have to say they're going to go two and three because after K-State, they get Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah. So that right there, I, I, I find it very difficult for Texas to somehow get to nine games, let alone win more than nine games. Yeah. So, I, I'm hammering the under there. I think Texas will f- find a way to go to a bowl game pretty easily, but nine games is kind of ridiculous. I think Texas, you know, Texas bias kind of kicked in there on that over-under. Yeah, you hit it on the head right there. I mean, Texas always comes in overrated. They're always, like, top 25, some form or fashion. Uh, always pick to finish, like, the top three of the Big 12, and it never happens or rarely happens. But, like you said, that was – Heavily generous for them coming in this year. I'm, yeah, I'm going under way big on that one. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's going to be under as well. I, I personally would set it at probably seven, six and a half maybe. And even then, I think they might struggle to get to that. They actually are still supposed to play every game. Uh, they open up with USF, then they get LSU, UTEP, and then K-State. And I, I agree with Hank that they're probably going to open up two and three, honestly. I think they'll struggle to get to that three and two. Um, and then they've got a couple tough games mixed in there. I just don't see any way that they could possibly get to nine. Yeah, it, it, it seems pretty difficult. Uh, yeah. I mean, Sam Ellinger, he's, he's, he's good. He's a good quarterback. There's no doubt about it. Um, I just think, like you guys said, Texas coming in the year, always usually overrated. There's a couple games last year that they barely won. They beat K-State in the last second field goal. They barely beat KU. I'm sure there's another game that I just can't even think of. Uh, you know, they, they, now, they showed signs of being a very good team, but they're, to me they're just so up and down. They're inconsistent, and they're, they're usually overrated. I, I like the under on nine wins. Um, this one is a very difficult one. Let's go – I'm going to go – all right, we're going to go Iowa State, okay? And Iowa State, they are sitting this year at eight wins the over under now this one is very difficult for me um i like brock purdy a lot um just like you guys i know uh, you guys are big on them bruce hall the sophomore running back from wichita and a very stacked defense um iowa state looks good i think eight wins and when do you guys want to go i don't know if i want to go right now yeah i'll take it i'm going over um the only one that the only game that they're missing is the iowa game that they're going to play um, 
so they're still going to get the rest of their schedule as of right now. Um, I honestly, I think Iowa State gets to nine or ten and cover it fairly easily. Uh, I think Iowa State's going to have a really good year this year. Um, I really like them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the over. Yeah, I'm going to hit a game over. I'm going to think they're going to get nine. What was it over? I apologize. Uh, eight. Eight, yeah. I think they're going to get nine, maybe ten if they have a really good year. Uh, like, like Logan said, they're poised for a big year. Everything looks to be fitting into place for them. Uh, they might drop a game, I feel like, to like a K-State, you know, like Farmageddon. You never know what happens during that. <laughs> uh, but they're looking poised for a big year, so I'm thinking, yeah, nine or ten games. So I'm going to go the over on Iowa State. Yeah, I – I think you guys are kind of dumb. I don't know. Ten games, Logan. Ten games. You said ten games. I would say. Do you think that's? You think that could really happen? Yeah. So listen, that hey, one, hey, listen to this right here. They won six L- games last year. I think it was seven, but I'm not sure. It might have been uh, seven. Yeah. But okay, so listen to this. South Dakota win. They would have played Iowa, and I would have mm-hmm. taken Iowa State in that game. It would have been a really good game, and I'm really. I, I probably would have too, but I wouldn't have. It, I, I'm I not fully confident too, in that. But I, I, I would have put them at 2-0 and there. UNLV, 3-0. and Texas Tech, 4-0. and Kansas, 5-0. and Oklahoma State, 6-0. and Going into Oklahoma, I think they lose that game at home. You think they're going to be Oklahoma State? Oh, I'd have to say yeah. I thought yeah. Oklahoma State on that one. No, I, dude, I just I'm – not, I'm not big on Oklahoma State this year. I don't – I just don't see it. I, I, you know, I hear what you guys are saying, but I just personally am not big on them. Uh, and then, you know, I think I they like, slip up against about- Oklahoma and – Either maybe they might lose one to Baylor or K State, but I, I think they went out. Other than that, it's not. All right, listen. To I I like Iowa State. I'm going the under. If you guys haven't, you know, thought that yet, I think Iowa State has a good chance to, uh, like I said, beat go start three. You know, I think they would have started two one. I don't think they would have beat Iowa yet. I, I I get your guys' belief in Brock Purdy. I think he's good, but Iowa State. They're kind of to me. They're one of those teams that they haven't proved. That, that they're an elite team yet. Now, it, what, what you guys are talking about is basis, basically on hype and Brock Purdy. Um, I think Tech T, – uh, I'm sorry. Iowa State will beat Texas Tech, West Virginia, KU. I think they will have trouble with TCU, Texas, Baylor, K-State, Oklahoma State, and o- OU. I'm not saying they're going to lose all those games. I'm not saying they're going to win all those games. But eight games is a lot. I think this is a seven-win team, and I think that's just a great place for them. I, I don't see them – um, being under seven wins, I don't see him being higher than seven wins. So I'm going to hammer the under here. Um, I understand the hype that people believe in Iowa State this year. I mean, they got a good coach, they got a good defense, and Brock Purdy seems like he's a good quarterback. I mean, they throw the ball a lot, but again, Iowa State just has never been a dominant team, and I'm not just going to change my mind on that just because one quarterback comes in um, and changes everyone, but everybody's mind. Yeah. So I, 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 res- I, I understand what you're saying. But listen, listen, listen to this real quick. Iowa State goes on the road to Oklahoma State. They, they will get, lose that uh, game. They, okay, they get Oklahoma I, at home. I still think they'll game. lose. I think they'll lose that game. They get K okay. State at home. They go to TCU. They get. I think they lose that game. They get Baylor at home. Then they that's, go to Texas. That's tough. No, I, I you mean it's, you're getting your big. You're getting your big games at home. TCU's down this year. I don't. I mean TCU's got a good defense. Yeah, I know, but. I just – I don't think TCU's got enough offense to keep up with them. Texas literally could – you never know which Texas team is going to show up. Baylor's got to go into Iowa. That's tough. Oklahoma has to go into Iowa. It's tough, but I think Oklahoma wins that game. K-State's got to go into Iowa off of a bye week. I think I, – I just – I don't know. I, think, I, think, I got them at nine. I think a nine I think, nine's nine's a place a, I think eight's an easy over. Uh, at, le- uh, at least uh, an easy uh, cover. I think they at you, least when, hit eight. When you said those games, I immediately thought they're going to lose. They can lose all four of those games in a row. I mean, they could. They, I mean, they can. They also could lose to you know Texas Tech at at home. They could lose to, at Kansas. They I could. Just, I, I don't. I, don't I know. think eight. I think eight is a good goal for Iowa State this year. I think seven is what they will end up at. This okay. has happened before. Iowa State has came in with a lot of hype before in other years. And they, they just never seem to do it. I, I can't I, – I like I like this team. I, I hope I'm wrong. Well, not really if I'm putting money on it. But for your guys' <laughs> sake, I hope I'm wrong. No, and you're good. You're good. I'm going to hammer – I'm going to hammer to the under here. Yeah, um, let's go – let's do this next one. Let's do K-State at six. Uh, Garrett and I are a little bit biased here being huge K-State fans. 
Um, but to me, it's, it's honestly a pretty simple one that the fact that uh, they're only a half a game higher than West Virginia. Uh, K-State's at six um, this year at the over-under. I think K-State has a huge chance to start the year off at 5-0. and oh. Um, I think if they don't start off 5-0, and oh, then, it's, uh, then they messed up somewhere. Um, I think that's a pretty easy thing for them to do this year. They don't have a hard non-conference schedule. And I think their first two games are West Virginia and Texas in the Big 12. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that they can win a couple more games after they start out 5-0. and So I'm going to pick the over here. Yeah, I think it's a pretty easy decision. They're coming in looking pretty good. Like you said, there could be a contender. You never know how the season's going to shake out, especially in a weird year like this year. Um, I'm Yeah, it's an easy pick for me, not being biased. I, mean, I love K-State, but I think that's an easy pick to go the over on that one. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a K State fan by any means, but I I'm gonna even take the over on this one. Um, I know they they're gonna have a lot to figure out on their offensive line. I think they lost all five starters from last year, if I'm not wrong. Um, they did, but there was I forget his name, but the guy that was on the offensive line, he uh, he played quite a bit. So I mean, it's not like he didn't have experience or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, we're bringing back but, one guy, so yeah, he's pretty pretty damn good for sure. You. Okay, well. Buffalo, North Dakota, I think both those are um, easy wins. I think the Vanderbilt game be interesting, but I think K-State wins it. And then, like Hank said, I think they beat West Virginia, Texas, and K-State. That's your six games right there, and all you got to do is just win one after that. I, I think it's I think it's a fairly easy cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're a betting man, hammer the over on K-State. I think, I think out of all these ones, the Big 12s, that one to me – um, is the more obvious one, uh, and besides maybe the under for Texas at nine. Um, these next ones are a little tough, um, especially with how competitive the Big 12 is going to be. Um, you got the Baylor Bears, seven and a half. Um, I, you guys would have to pick Baylor. Um, well, maybe not necessarily. Uh, I might have to pick Baylor over here because if I'm picking Iowa State under and Texas under, that means Baylor's probably going to have to win more than seven games this year. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Baylor Bears. I think they're going to have another good year this year. Um, and they still got Charlie Brewer. They still have the love it at their running back. Um, they got, I think, three seniors and two juniors on the offensive line. Uh, another very experienced – probably the most experienced team in the Big 12. I think winning um, over seven games should be pretty – not easy, but it's very doable for the Bears. I like the over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn on this one, to be honest. I, I think – seven or eight I would I would not bet this one but because I'm torn you know I, I could see seven or eight wins here I could see him getting up to nine possibly but yeah I, I think I'm gonna go with the over but I don't feel too good about it yeah you guys hit on the head this is a tough one I wouldn't put my money on this this one at all uh, I can see it going either way but I'm gonna go well, against you guys just because I haven't yet I'm just gonna do the under I'm gonna see like there's gonna have some kind of fall out or something, you know, I'm, I, just because I've been agreeing with at least one of you. So I'm going to go against the grain here on this one. See, yeah, it's, it's, to it's, me, just, it's just tough when you have like a whole new coaching staff like they're going to have. You just can't – it's hard to predict, you know. They could come out with a completely different offensive scheme, defensive scheme. You just – it's tough to tell this early. To me, it just blows my mind that you guys think Baylor would have more of a tough time winning more than seven games than Iowa State. I I I I just so I don't get it. I I, I don't get it. But hey, we'll uh, see when the season plays out, buddy. Opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on. Oklahoma State at eight and a half. Um, this one I I know. I mean, a lot of people are big on Oklahoma State this year. Um, some people aren't. Uh, most people, I believe, are. They think they uh, definitely have a shot to beat OU this year and actually win the Big Twelve. They're gonna have to win more than eight games to do that. Um, but eight and a half, I think, is a, a fair one that makes you kind of think a little bit. Initially, my first thought's over um, on this eight and a half. Now, if you really look at the schedule, you got to assume they're going to lose a couple games to teams they probably shouldn't. Um, and, you know, maybe this Oklahoma State team's not the team that pe people think they are. If I'm a betting person, I'm probably going to not bet Oklahoma State this year just because a lot of what people are talking about is based on hype. I mean, they got – don't get me wrong, they got a good offense. I mean – Gosh, I mean, Spencer Sanders uh, is good. Chuba Hubbard, the best running back in the in the whole entire uh, country. And Tylen Wallace, the one of the best wide receivers in the entire country. Uh, you know, and, and you got Coach Bundy, you know, in charge of everything. So, 
Oklahoma State, definitely a team that can do it. It's just, to me, it's just risky because everyone's big on them this year. And I feel like when everyone's big on them, it's going to, maybe they're not going to reach that type of hype. My first reaction is over, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if I look at, look at them more and study them. I might go under. Well, what's your guys' initial thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to have to go over on this one. I've been big on Oklahoma State. Like you said, they have the Chuba Hubbard, Tylen Wallace, a pretty, a pretty good defense, I'd say. Nothing outstanding, but uh, I think they're going to have a pretty good year. I know you guys aren't too big on them, especially Logan, like you mentioned before, but I'm going to have to put them a game above probably a nine. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go under. I think they get. I'm gonna set them at eight. I think they get to eight, but I don't think they get over that eight and a half. Uh, they are gonna miss their first game against Oregon State. I know we're factoring that game in, but I just. I think that they're good. I just think they're gonna struggle in big games. They. They seem to. They seem. They seem to shy away from the. From the light. The starlight. Whenever big moments are right in front of them. So you guys are taking uh, – I'm, I'm taking the over. Uh, I think I think they're definitely more than capable of winning more, uh, nine games, maybe even ten. Um, but it, it's not an easy pick. Um, so, yeah, that's Oklahoma State, eight and a half. I'm picking the over. Logan, I'm sorry, did you say the under? Yeah, under. I got over, okay. baby. All right. Last one. We have the reigning conference champs and usually the reigning conference champs every year. Um, Oklahoma Sooners this year, they are at 10 games. Um, this year, Oklahoma will have a new quarterback, as we all know. Mr. Uh, Spencer Rattler will be most likely, if everything works out, he will be the starting quarterback there for OU. Um, and, again, this is one of, the, one of the ones where I'm like, initially, I'm picking the over here. I mean, when you look at their schedule, uh, you got Missouri State. That's a pretty obvious win, in my opinion. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, actually an SEC team that's going to be a little bit. Still think Oklahoma should handle them. That game's in Norman. Um, they also play Army uh, a few weeks after that, so you know they're going to start out three and zero in their uh, non-conference, and then after that they just got to win seven of the nine Big Twelve games, um, which I think they should easily do. I, I feel like they shouldn't have a problem with it. Now it's going to be tough. Um, if any year where this was a year where OU is not going to win the conference, I would pick this year for sure, especially with how competitive it is. Um, I'd be scared to bet this one, but if I were betting, I'd probably pick OU um, over 10 games. If I could pick even at 10 games, which you can, uh, I would probably do. Um, so I think 10 is a very fair uh, range for Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, again, you said that earlier. I mean, this would be the year, if any. I mean, it looked kind of like last year they might have lost the two after K State beat them everything. But yeah, this year I feel like it's gonna be the year that, they, if any year, that they're gonna lose it. Uh, new quarterback coming in, uh, young team basically around him. Lost Ceedee Lamb, uh, that linebacker Murray, all those guys. A lot of leadership. Um, but I still think, like you said, all you gotta do is win the. Uh, they gotta win like all those, but two. So I, I'm gonna go over on this one. I think they get to 11. Yeah, I, I'm going to go over. Um, I could easily see them winning out and just going 12-0. and 0. Um, I, I think 11 is probably about where they'll end up. I think they'll probably slip up somewhere. Not sure where, but <clears throat> like Hank said, it's just, you know, they're, they're dominant. I think it depends on how, how Spencer Rattler is. Um, you know, he's going to dictate how their season goes. Uh, if he's playing really well, I could see him going 12-0 and 0 and end up in the playoffs again. Um, if he struggles, maybe maybe get right at that 10. But I don't see him only winning nine games, so I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'll probably just jump in with you guys and also take the over. Um, like I said, it's going to be tough for Oklahoma this year, but it, it, you never know. They could also just dominate. You know, I mean, We never seem to know. So we have – that is our Big 12 – over under predictions, we had six teams. I'm sorry, I at least had six teams going over. I had four teams with the under. The over teams were OU at 10, Oklahoma State at eight and a half, K State at six, Baylor at seven and a half, TCU at six and a half, and KU at three and a half. The unders were Iowa State at eight, Texas at nine, West Virginia at five and a half, and Texas Tech at six. Now, what I want, I want to ask you, you two here, and maybe get Cade's opinion next time he's on. Which pick two or three of these that you would definitely today could throw throw 20 40 bucks on because you know it's probably going to happen 
Texas and K-State for me. <laughs> Those are probably the ones I'm about to put it on there. Uh, like I said, if it's a full schedule, oh, yeah, Texas not making nine games to save their lives at all. Just overhyped. And then the opposite end, K-State, I feel like kind of getting disrespected a little bit. Um, I'd put my money on those two teams. I'd pick two. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go K-State. Um, K-State over, Texas under, and Kansas over. Those would be my, my three. I think KU is an easy cover there if they played all their games this year. Um, I think K-State K covers it. And TCU, I don't even think, comes close to – covering their nine so that'd be my three you said tcu covering their nine or te TCU? texas texas covering okay Sorry. yeah texas um yeah i think k-state is for sure over i definitely put money on that today if i could texas also uh, i'll pick the under there without a doubt now my third one kate logan i like the one you said ku at three and a half i think that one's pretty easy but just to be different here i might throw in Ooh, State, probably hey, do not say no, I'm I'm probably under the TCU at right, uh, right. six. I think I think I think TCU could win seven games this year. Um, like I said, they have they're stacked on defense, and uh, you know, I mean, maybe not stacked, but they have one of the better linebacking linebacking cores in the in the conference. So I like TCU at seven, but definitely the K State, Texas, and KU are the ones that I would for sure uh, definitely. If you're a betting person, those could be the good ones this year. Um, so, guys, let's move on. That was our over-unders. We'll definitely talk some, a lot more Big 12 football. we got time before the uh, season starts here. If everything works out, I believe September 5th is the first uh, weekend of college football. So Yeah, I mean, at least it's a scheduled first week. So Yeah, for, for now, that's, the, that's when things will, should kick off. But, you know, with everything going on, that is definitely subject to change. So, now what we're going to do here is we're going to move away from the Big 12 Conference and we're going to talk about the preseason top 25 in this year's college football. And just like any other year, there's teams that we don't believe really should be in there. Uh, maybe they're good, but maybe they're not going to be ranked. There's obviously some teams in there that are more like smaller schools um, who probably deserve to be ranked just because you know, they are a small school and they've done some good in the past. They probably just are in there just for – uh, I don't know a good word, just kind of out of respect. Um, there's a good chance they might not end up in the top um, 25 at the New Year's over. But uh, let's just go right through them. I believe we all have them here on our screens. Uh, do you guys want to start from the top or do you guys want to start from the bottom? I'll let's go bottom. Let's go 25 to 1. <laughs> 25 to 1. Logan, you good with that? Yeah, it's fine. All right, all right. So we'll start out at the top 25. And, Logan, this, I believe – which poll was this? Do we know exactly? Um, I don't remember where I pulled this from. I just emailed it to you guys. Okay. I, th I want to say it was maybe CBS Sports. Okay. That's that's good enough for me. Um, so, 25, they have Baylor. Uh, Baylor sneaking in there. I think 25, uh, I mean, when you look at the teams ahead of them, we'll start here, – here's what we'll do. Instead of just doing one team at a time, we'll do maybe four teams at a time. And then so we can talk about teams that we think that – you know, should be lower than that or higher than that. So, when you got Baylor at 25, Appalachian State at 24, Texas at 23, North Carolina at 22, and USC at 21. Um, my initial thoughts is I think Baylor is better than Appalachian State, Texas, North Carolina, and USC um, right away. I think Texas is one of them, like I said earlier, is a very experienced team. There's no doubt that they can um, probably be a eight-win, nine-win team this year. Um USC, they might be competing for that spot on like on the 21, 22. But I think that they're definitely better than North Carolina, definitely better than Texas, and definitely better than Appalachian State. Yeah, yeah I'm about to agree with you there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, man. I don't think – yeah, they, I think they got kind of disrespected on that one. I think they should be above – like you said, they are better than Appalachian State. They are better than Texas and North Carolina. Uh, I am going to disagree, though. I think USC – I am a USC fan – yeah, whatever. But I think that they're kind of putting this together. They got some great recruits that are sticking around more than two years. You know, they're just uh, – as you say, they make the program better. They have an awesome threat from Keaton Slovis. I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. Not biased, but I think that USC might be the only team that might be a little bit better or at the same level as Baylor. But I, I think Baylor should be definitely higher than they are at that 25 in that ranking. 
Yeah, I personally think Baylor should be in the top 20 here. Um, I'm honestly surprised Texas isn't a little higher just because the bias that they get in early season or well, in the preseason. Yeah, and add on to that, um, yeah, Texas should not be. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not upset about Texas being at 23. They're nearly out of the top 25, you know. Their name gives them, a, you know, a higher ranking than they actually deserve typically. Um, I don't know a whole lot about yeah, Appalachian I agree with State. You, Logan. You're good. Yeah, I know. I agree with you when you said Texas. I, I mean, usually I w- you would think I was expecting them to be like around the teens just because of how usually, you know, the tradition and how good they are uh, or how pe- good people think they are every year at the beginning of the year. But I feel like 23 um, is, de- is a more respectable ranking, I guess. Again, I don't think they're better than Baylor, but I, at least we're not seeing them – at 15 or 14 or something like that when which we all know is ridiculous and we've seen that before out of the Longhorns. yeah um all right moving on that was sorry to interrupt you logan you can keep going i didn't mean to stop oh no you're good i was just saying my lagging was off you're good i was just saying i don't know a whole lot about appalachian state north carolina i'm not not sure on i think usc is gonna have a decent year but i i think you know 18 to 20 is a good starting point for them. They're a little bit outside of that, but I'm not too upset with where they're starting out. Yeah, only two teams, guys, from the Pac-12 in the top 25, uh, which is probably one of the first time in a while only two teams made the top 25, um, at least in the CBS poll. I don't know. I'd like to do some research on that and actually see when the last time there's only two teams um, make it to the top 25. Uh, moving on to our next five, we have Iowa. From the Big Ten at 20, you got Boise State, I believe the Boise State Northwestern Conference, uh, Iowa State, Big 12, Cincinnati from the uh, American Conference, and Minnesota from the Big Ten. So two Big Ten schools in here, Iowa 20, Boise State 19, Iowa State 18, Cincinnati 17, and Minnesota 16. Um, I can get behind I like this. I, I really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can get Both- behind that pretty good. The only thing um, I might change is Cincinnati, Iowa State, but that's minimal. They're literally right next to each other, so that one could go either way. Yeah, yeah per- personally, I, I think I- Iowa should be just a little bit higher, but I'm not too mad about Iowa State, Boise State. I think Iowa State by the end of the year will be a little bit higher up. Um, I'm not a big fan of smaller schools being in the top 25 at the beginning of the season because there's so much – so much fluctuation in, you know, players coming and going from schools, um, whether it be transfer or that are graduated or, or any of the draft from the smaller schools. I, I'm not too upset about Cincinnati. I, I, don't, I don't think they should be quite that high. But that being said, I'm, I'm not too upset with it. Yeah, my, my thinking is here – you know, yeah, Cincinnati is a good team. I think they well deserved to be in the top twenty-five. I probably would have put Iowa State, Boise State, and Iowa ahead of Cincinnati. Maybe move Cincinnati to the twenty spot. But uh, again, I'm not too upset about it. I think those uh, those are pretty fair. Um, and you know, they got to show some love to the smaller schools too. So uh, I can get behind that. Um, the next five we have here are uh, Michigan at fifteen, Auburn at fourteen, Wisconsin at thirteen, Oklahoma State at twelve, and Texas A&M at eleven. Now. Cade would be super upset with me after I say this, but Texas A&M does not deserve to be 11. Um, maybe not deserves – maybe deserves might not be a right word. They're good. They're really good. But uh, I, I'm i not huge on Texas like everyone else seems to be this year. I, I like – I think I like Auburn more than Texas A&M, honestly. So I'd probably switch them to put Texas A&M at 14, Auburn to 11. Uh, I think Oklahoma State's better than Texas A&M. Um, Wisconsin uh, – another team that runs the ball really well. Um, obviously, uh, their guy just got drafted to the Colts. Uh, I'm kind of skipping on his name right now, which is Jonathan bad. Taylor. But, Jonathan uh, Taylor. Yep, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Um, so, those are my five. I, I know you guys might disagree with me on Texas A&M comment, but um, I'm glad Cade's <laughs> not here because I'd be hearing it. But uh, I like I, – I prefer Auburn over Texas A&M, definitely. So, I'm, I'm switching those two. I think Texas A&M is more of a um, mid-teens and uh, Auburn closer to top ten. I'm actually kind of a fan of this one, but yeah, I do agree. A and M shouldn't be that high. Again, sorry, Cade, uh, but yeah, I'd probably switch them with, like you said, like Wisconsin and Auburn. But other than that, I think this is another solid five. I mean, nothing too much I changed on it. Oklahoma State, I feel like is in a good position. Michigan, I mean, they're kind of like a Texas of Big Ten. 
they're always there, but they never really prove anything. But I think 15 is good for them. Uh, you know, Auburn, Wisconsin, I think it's a pretty good ranking. They'll get a five or six teams right there. I like it, but I'd have to maybe switch Wisconsin A&M. Yeah, so I, I like your comment on Michigan being the Texas of the Big Ten. They're always supposed to be better than they are, and they always seem to be a letdown. But honestly, these five are my least favorite of the five of the f- groups of five we've gone through so far. Uh, I think Texas A&M should be just a little bit higher, actually. Not much. I think one or two spots just inside that top ten. Um, I'm not sure why Auburn is not in the top ten. When you look at some of these teams that we're going to talk about coming up, I think Auburn would handle a lot of these teams. And I, I just – I like Auburn this year. Um, and I am not sold at all on Oklahoma State. I would have Oklahoma State. If they're going to be in the top 25, I'd put them in the 20 to 25 range. Oh, wow. How's that an if? How's that an if? Though? Like, that's, to me, that's an easy top 25. I can respect being closer to the 17 to 16 range, but – 12, 12, I think, is, is a good spot for them. I think 15 to 12 is. Um, but, man, you said if they're in the top 25. I think there's no doubt they should be in the top 25. Okay, I, so, I don't agree but, with the Oklahoma State statement, but I do agree with the Auburn. Auburn, yeah. I mean, Chuba Hubbard's 10, 10, 10, 9, or 8. Well, let, let, me, let me ask Hubbard, you this. Though, I mean, they, they have the best running back. They have the best running back in the country. Okay, but let me ask you this. If they play Auburn right now, who's two spots lower than them on, the, on this list, who wins that game? It could be close. Auburn it, blows it them be, out. Be, I don't know who's Auburn, win. Auburn doesn't have Auburn's a great – Auburn does not – Auburn doesn't have a great offense, so it may not be quite a blowout, but Oklahoma State doesn't just run run free on them. And Oklahoma State has no defense. Uh, that, that's their problem. They're going to they're gonna be a typical Oklahoma State team that can sling the ball like they did with Mason Rudolph, and they're going to have a lot of success through the air. They're going to have some success on the ground, as usual with Chuba Hubbard. But I don't think that, that when you line these guys up toe-to-toe – with Auburn, um, Iowa, you know, Wisconsin, maybe Minnesota, Iowa State. I, I don't think Oklahoma State wins those games. I don't know about Iowa. I mean, I think they can handle Iowa pretty good. But I understand what you're saying for sure. I mean, Auburn, yeah, Auburn, Oklahoma State, are, yeah, that would be a good game for sure. Wisconsin, ah, dang, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sold on Oklahoma State this year. Like you said, the only thing that might be a crutch for them is going to be that defense. Uh, but offensive-wise, they're going to be able to stay in some games, you know. I mean, I think they're going to win some games based just off of the offense alone, getting off on a good start, having their defense just catch a couple breaks and get a few uh, drive-ending plays here and there, and they're going to save them some games. But like you said, I'm, 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 I'm on them. I'm on them this year. I think they're going to be a pretty good team. I'm excited. I mean, we got two different sides here, me and Hank are on there, but Logan's vastly not on the Oklahoma State. So I'm excited to see how the season comes out. And, what actually happens. See, I mean, I, I'll eat my words. I'll be a man if they struggle this year, but I'm sold on them. I'm excited for them this year. Well, yeah, and I mean, sa- same here. I just – I think Oklahoma State is going to have a very good top ten offense this year. But the problem is I think their defense is so far behind where they need to be that I, I just I, – I think that they're going to struggle to stay and get – or struggle to win games because when it comes down to it, they need to stop with, with their defense – I don't think they're going to get it. And we, we've seen the Big 12 going up against other conferences when the Big 12 has been a, you know, spread the field, sling it across the sling it across the field, and they have success with that offense. But they just they, – they can't win those big games because of the fact that they, they can't they can't keep, compete with their defense. Okay. Well, that was our 15 to 10 – or 14 to 10 technically – um, Logan, I'm going to disagree. You said also that Texas A&M could be in the top 10. I'm looking at this top 10, and I cannot think how Texas A&M can be in the top 10. Well, uh, I, I, th- I think 9 or 10. Notre Dame. At- Notre Dame's overrated every year, too. Don't, not, no, I'm going to get hate for that. I, I hate Notre Dame in general, but they're always like, oh, but, yeah, top 10, Notre Dame. They never do anything. They barely win the Royals. You don't even hear about them after, like, the first five games. I, I agree, but USC. Notre Dame team – they 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 looked decent last year. I was this last year was one of the few years where I'm like, okay, usually these guys are overrated, but these guys aren't that bad. I think this year they're going to be probably just as good. Yeah, go, um, hit, yeah now, hit the list real quick. Yeah, hit the ten through six. Oh yeah, ten Notre Dame, Oklahoma nine, LSU at eight, Florida at seven, and Oregon at six. Um, you know, Florida and LSU obviously you know is coming off one of the great uh, seasons. Um, 
Florida picked ahead of them this year. LSU, everyone knows they're going to be uh, good, but they lost a lot of people. It's going to be interesting to see how good they're actually going to be this year. Oklahoma at nine, I, I think that's fair. I don't think they deserve to be in the top five, but I think they deserve to be um, between the range from five and ten, so I can get behind that. Um, Florida, you know, I don't know a ton about Florida, honestly. I, I know that they, they're definitely easily a top ten team this year. A lot of people are big on them this year. Um, and Oregon at six, I, I, I like that. Right, I, I like six to ten, I think, honestly, pretty well. I – yeah, I hate. I'm not. This is probably my biggest one. I'm not a fan of. I think Notre Dame should be maybe like you know like 14 through 17 rate. Um, LSU, I don't mind that. They're gonna have crazy talent, especially coming off this year. Uh, they're always gonna have talent, but like you said, they lost some big playmakers. Um, I don't mind that one. Florida, again, like you said, I'm not too sure on them. I haven't seen too much. They might be pretty good, but they're always one of those other like, oh yeah, they're Florida. They're gonna be top 25, but. They're pretty ranked up here, so they might be pretty good. I need to do some more research on them. Oregon, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can see them being top ten, but I see them more like ten or nine. I, I put them where Notre Dame is to be, start out the season at least. They might prove me wrong and like, just blow people out and be amazing, but I put them at like a ten or a nine. Yeah, so for me, I'm going to agree with Garrett. I, I think Notre Dame's a little overrated um, pretty much year in and year out. <laughs> um, Oklahoma, I could see them being a little bit higher, but I'm not too mad about where they are because the questions around, you know, who is Spencer Rattler, how much success is going to be able to have in college. Uh, LSU lost so many people, so I understand why they're sitting at number eight. Uh, Florida, I'm a little, you know, I, I don't like them being at seven. I think, you know, around the 10 or 11 range maybe. Uh, if I remember right, they lost their starting quarterback uh, and to transfer last year. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, Oregon, you know, they're they're there, but I don't think they're going to compete uh, too much for, to for the postseason um, playoff. But I, I don't mind them being at six. Actually, one one thing I wanted to mention: um, Notre Dame. It right now they only have three games canceled because remember they don't have a conference for football, so they don't have a conference, and so they've already lost Wisconsin, Stanford, and USC. Now, if the ACC goes and says no out-of-conference games, they lose their game against Pitt, Duke, Clemson, Georgia Tech, and Louisville. They lose eight <laughs> games this year. Just, actually, Wake Forest, too, nine games. The, that means they have three games against Navy, Arkansas. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> their last game would be September 19th in, unless they added other teams. I don't know how what Notre Dame is going to do well, if I think, ACC closes the non-conference conference. Well, what's going to happen is the, Notre Dame will join the ACC this year. Uh, what I heard, what they were going to, they talked about this. Now, and I don't know if it's legit. Um, I, it could be just a rumor that if more teams were to cancel and everything like that, Notre Dame will just join the ACC like they are in basketball, and they'll just join for the season and let them just uh, play out as an ACC school this year. Which would be really interesting because that means Clemson's gonna be shat- like they're gonna be really nervous. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be nice. Um, uh, so I, I, I don't think, know what they I would do for. That'd be cool. I, I don't know. I don't know what they would do for if if Notre Dame wins that. Would they? Would Notre Dame get the ACC title if they're not technically? <laughs> I, I don't know how that would work. I don't but know. I, I actually I, would I mean, you love not give it to them. Yeah, I would love Notre Dame to join the ACC. I I hate teams that you know. I understand you know Navy and. Army not having conferences, but I, I I hate Notre Dame not being in a conference. Just just join like you are in basketball and just stick with it. So moving on, uh, we got two Big Ten schools and two SEC schools, and obviously the one ACC school. We don't know who that is. We got Penn State at five, Georgia at four, Alabama at three, Ohio State at two, and rounding out the top twenty-five, you have Clemson. Um, all five all five schools. Uh, great chance to go to college playoff this year, um, without a doubt. I think we can all get behind that. Alabama, I like Alabama this year in the SEC. Um, Ohio State, uh, they're having a lot of guys come back. It, it, it's it's going to be, I, I think, those four right there, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia. Um, who knows how the Alabama and Georgia will play out this year when um, they're playing each other. Maybe Penn State can find a way to sneak in. But those four right there definitely deserve to be in the top four. Penn State, uh, I think five is good for them. I think they're better than most of the people behind them. But um, – Clemson at number one, I mean, man, I mean, they got Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, that's an easy number one, I think, for most people who are 
um, ranking these. So um, what are your guys' thoughts on those five? Yeah, so for me, um, Penn State, I'm not, I'm not too upset with them being there. That's fine. I think Georgia's a little overrated. I'd kind of like to see them more around six or seven. Alabama's always going to be up there. Um, I think they're going to have a decent year. But uh, if I was picking a national champion right now, I'm going to go Ohio State. I really like Ohio State this year. Clemson, I think, is going to be really good, and I would love to see Ohio State-Clemson for a title game. I know it's kind of repetitive seeing those same teams all the time, but I would love to see that. Yeah, so Logan kind of stole the words out of my mouth besides the ending. So, like you said, Penn State, I mean, they're there. They're always a top-10 team, but I don't see anything crazy happening. They might compete. They might have a good year. You never know. Georgia, I don't like them at four. I think they are kind of a little bit overrated coming in. Um, I'd like to see another team there maybe. I'm not sure who yet, but I don't know. They're they're a good team as well. Alabama, like, they're always going to be great. They're always going to be a top three, top five team. Uh, Just not as strong this year, I feel like, coming into the season. Uh, Ohio State and Clemson are definitely the top two to be uh, title contenders. Definitely bringing back a lot of people, um, great coaching um, staff behind them as well. I would pick Clemson. I think Clemson would have a little bit of an edge over Ohio State. And like you said, that would be a great title game to see, though. It is repetitive seeing, yeah, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and then pick your team, Oklahoma maybe, um, every year. But, I mean, it will be a great game to see. But I'm, I'm thinking Clemson's going to be my, my favorite to win it this year. Just bring back so many so much talent and, yeah, once-in-a-generation arm of uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's another one of those, like, a Joe Burrow type that is just going set to the, set the NCAA on fire. Yeah, definitely, Garrett. Uh, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, the only thing about Clemson that – and every year this gets brought up is, you know, they don't play a lot of great schools. You know, the ACC is not really known for football. Uh, they are a Power 5 conference, don't get me wrong, but Clemson really just rolls over all those teams, which, I mean, you got to give Clemson credit. I mean, they're that good. They're, they, they can roll over a lot of teams. But each year they don't play a ton of people. They're changing the schedule a little bit to where they do. Um, so – so a lot of people, whenever Clemson loses a game, they usually might not find a way to get into the playoff. And this year, if they do play like a team like Notre Dame, that could change a lot of things. That could um, possibly ruin Clemson's dynasty they got going if um, Notre Dame were to join the ACC. But, uh, yeah, I like Clemson at number one. I mean, they got a lot of guys returning. Um, and, you know, obviously they got Trevor Lawrence, who will probably be the number one draft pick last year, like next year, whoever uh, is going to be drafting number one, who knows if they'll need a quarterback, but they most likely will. Um, so those were our top 25 uh, guys. Any other comments before we head out of here? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Stay safe out there, boys and girls. <laughs> All righty. Well, again, this was, this was Inside the Dome, Big 12 edition. I am Hank Bollinger. Uh, with my good buddies Logan Scott and Garrett Cannon. We will see you guys next time.